Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Good stuff. Brother Charles, I feel like you just... Um, you carry a gift of compassion. You've got this heavy compassion about you. And when you pray for people, it releases compassion onto them. And it's like, it's something that you carry. It's a gift. You know, it's like, it's not, and everybody doesn't have that. You know, and like, so when you lay your hands on people, sometimes you may not even feel it. You may not think that you come up with the words to say or something. But, but, when, you, but when you lay your hands and you begin to pray with your heart of compassion, that compassion just is just released on people, and it comes in waves. You can just feel it; it just cleanses things off. It breaks off hardness. It's because just it's just that gift of compassion. Just let it flow, man. Let it flow. You're a mighty man of God. You know the uh, Bill Johnson says he says follow your tears because that's where your ministry is. Well, I see your tears all over the place. So you've got a big ministry, my friend. Jesus, Jesus. God is good. God is so good. Jesus, let's just pray. Father, we love you, Lord. I thank you, Father, for this church, God. I thank you, Father, for this place. I thank you for each and every individual here, God, that you created specifically, God, that you, Father, you formed them in their mother's womb, God, that you have a desire for their life, Lord God, that you have scrolls written down in heaven, God, that your dreams are about them, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Father, that those, those scrolls are unveiled in their life and in their hearts. I pray that they would begin to see, God, no matter what age they are, that, God, they would begin to see, God, the things that they're called to, God, even for this time in their life. God, I pray that this season of their life, that God, things would begin to unveil and God unfold and that God, there would be an opening up, Lord God, an opening up to go into deeper things, to go into a higher place. God, I pray that God, even God, just the revelation of your son, God, and, and the, the manifestation of your, yourself in themselves, Lord God, just manifesting the son of God manifesting the Son of God, the revelation of what it looks like to be completely free, to be all the way free from every bondage, from every type of mindset that is not completely you. And God, I pray that right now that God, that there would be revelation, angels, God, in this room, that God, you would speak, God, in the ears of those who have ears to listen, 
God, that you would move across this crowd, God, of these people, and that, God, you would just begin to speak to them. God, that even if words are not said, that you would remind them of Scripture, of things that have been said in their past, God, just things that have been done. I pray that you would just allow these angels, God, to minister in their hearts and in their lives, and, God, that they would bring things back to their remembrance whatsoever that you've shown them in the past, and that, God, you would begin to awaken them, God, to the things of their future, God, to the things that are meant for the now, God. I pray that all the weariness... God, all the stagnation would be broken off in the name of Jesus. I command all weariness to go in the name of the Lord. Every bit of stagnation, I command you to go in the name of the Lord. We just release freedom, God. We release a new freedom, God, to go and to do. God, to release, God, your words in this nation. God, we thank you, Father God, for your vision for this city, God. For all that you want to do in the nations of the earth. How you want to do it, God. That you would unveil it to your people, God. God, as we seek your heart. As we seek your desire, God. As we yield to you, God. Because, God, it's what you want that matters the most, Jesus. It is, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Father, we surrender my vessel to you, God. I surrender my tongue and my mouth, God, to you, my ears. God, everything to you, God, that you would have your way in this place was, as I speak, God, I pray that it would be your words and not my own. And God, I thank you, Father, right now in Jesus' name, Father, for that you would just pour out your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's uh, quite a few people here that, weren't, that wasn't here last night, so I wanted to introduce my wife. Sarah, um, I, a lot of y'all heard this last night, but it was, it was prophesied here in this church that I was about to find my wife, her hair color, you know, but God had been speaking to me about what my wife would be like and, I, and, and the things that she would be, and that when I met, met her, that we would both know and that we would get married quickly. We, were, we dated for 10 days, and we got married on the 10th day. We decided on our second date that we were getting married. And she's everything that God told me that she would be. And it's perfect. But I waited eight years. Apostle was telling you earlier. I waited eight years on a wife. And I, and I, uh, I had times where I struggled with, you know, with being alone. But I would just go back. I had to trust God. You know, people that I tried. I tried to date a couple people. And I just knew it wasn't them. You know, and so I just kept waiting and waiting, but God showed up and he brought me, brought me my bride. And I love her very much. You never know what to expect when God has freedom to move. You just got to let him go because he does his thing. You know, it's not about, it's not about a, a person. It's not, you can't, you get your eyes on a person and you'll get all messed up. I'm, I'm. Let you, we'll let you down every time. But you get your eyes on God. We set our eyes on God. There's, it's, it's unstoppable what God can do. Mighty God. It's mighty God. You know, that I've, seen him, I've seen him come when there's nothing being said. I've seen him come in the room. And just the weighty presence of God just come and take everyone to the floor. Everybody in the room. Nobody could stand up. And God, you can do it anytime you want to do it, Lord. 
Anytime you want to do that, God, we invite you to do that. We invite you to have your way, God. We invite you to, Father, do what you do, Lord. We're the, it's your healing, God, your presence that we need in our hearts and our lives, Lord God. God, we'll love one another, God, as you give us the ability, as you free us, and as you, Father, as you fill us up, Lord Jesus. We'll just use the love that you give us, God, to love others. We thank you, Father. We just praise you, Lord, for just coming and doing what you want to do. We love you. Last, last night, I, uh, I had a dream. Um, I, don't, I don't dream a lot, but I don't remember them a lot anyway. But last night, I had a dream that, uh, that my wife got arrested. And that she had a gun. And there was a bullet in the gun. And they said... We, we, uh, I had that dream, and then I woke back up, and then I went back to sleep, and we went to court. And when we went to court, they said, well, you had a bullet in the gun, so it's just the same as if you shot someone. I was like, that's strange. And I was, in, I was sitting at the front of the courtroom, and she was at the back. And I turned around, and I, I thought, oh, no, my wife is going to go to prison. And then... I found myself back there with my wife, and I looked over at her, and I said, don't worry, we're going to bond you out. And I had no idea what that meant until I got up, and I, I looked up. Uh, I just started praying about it, and I looked up some things. And uh, I, the wife represents the church. The gun represents spiritual attack. I believe the bullet is as if the spiritual attack has already been fired. And that God's about to bond out the church. Because in the, in the dream, I was the husband. And the, and the church has been, has been held up, been arrested. It's time to release the church from bondage. We've got to rise up. We've got to. We've got to stop bring, being weary. The enemy, so the spiritual attack, the things that we're feeling, the emotions that we feel, the tiredness in prayer. We feel weary because we feel like we've prayed and prayed and prayed and not seen anything happen. Right? We feel like, well, we've prayed the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you just get weary of praying. Do you not? This is a season for breakthrough right now. Because we've, we've not had a listening ear. We've, we've had a weariness about us. Because it's, we're a collective body. The arm can't say to the foot, I have no need of you. We all need one another. And what we need is the unity of the body working together, coming together to do what we were called to do. And it's that coming together that's going to make us strong and more powerful when our prayers, when we are free to share, when we're free to do. And I even feel like this church is a, is a representation of family. It's a, this is like there's, we're moving into, there's going to be a time when the family of God is like family. And that this church is, is, is already, there's, there's, there's groups that are mostly like family. There's some that, that still stay on the outside, but God's going to draw those in. 
But I feel like I had that dream because there's significance. There's significance in this church. The people that are here, there's significant people here. Because God doesn't need, he doesn't need you to be famous for you to move, for you to move mightily. He doesn't need you to be super smart and have every word, be able to say every word and have everything articulate and, and complete. He doesn't have to have all of that. Matter of fact, he can, use, he can use the most least likely people. Me and Charles were talking about this earlier. The most least likely people. I graduated high school with a 1.1. That's just barely graduating. I never read. I didn't read. I didn't try to do homework at school. I didn't, I, I didn't care about it. I didn't want to. I wasn't going to. I was very rebellious. I missed 40-something days of my senior year. I used to skip school. I got in trouble all the time. I didn't care. I, didn't, I was going to do what I wanted to do. That's the way I felt. And the, the world broke me. The world broke me, but I needed to be broken. I needed to be broken. And God uses things sometimes to break us. He lets things happen so that we're broken. I went to jail over and over and over and over and over until I was like, man, I, I don't think I'm really free. I don't think I can really just be free. Because I didn't know what freedom was. I thought that was freedom. Being able to do whatever you wanted to do whenever you wanted to do it because you wanted to do it. I didn't realize that freedom was being free from all of those bondages, the things that I was enslaved to. I didn't realize that, that when you truly do get free, when you truly, when God truly does set you free, then you're free to be, express yourself without having to have a gallon of alcohol, without having to have drugs in your veins. You know, you don't have to have all that, but you can, you can be who you were created to be. And it doesn't have to please everyone else. You don't have to do it to make everyone else happy. You know, other, some people are not going to like the style that I, that I come with. And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't help it. That's the way I am. I'm just, this is me. You get me when I come. Well, you get him, hopefully. But I'm going to, but he, he operates through us just being ourselves who we were created to be, the identity that we find in him, and that's the freedom. And I really feel like there's people that are, in, that are, you're locked up. You've been locked up for so long, you don't even know how to break free. You can't even break free by yourself. When you're in worship, you just, you feel bound and restricted. You feel, you worry, you're, you're, you sense other people around all the time, like you sense like uh, being judged and just being, ridiculed and mocked and you just you just feel these things and you think I just can't be free I'm just gonna not worry about it I'm just gonna go and do my life I'm gonna go to work I'm gonna do the next thing I'm just gonna get up and do it again tomorrow because I've tried and I'm not gonna be free that's not true you don't have to do it you don't have to you can break free because he's given us He's given us authority over all the power of the enemy. And that bondage that you feel, that, 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 
that being wrapped up and being closed up that you feel. That's the, the residue of the old man. That's the residue of the world. That's the fall, the fallen man. That's not the free man. That's the fallen man. And you have to take your grave clothes off. You have to speak to yourself. You have to tell yourself, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. He said, Let the weak say, I am strong. Jesus. There's some of you that you want to you scream out and worship so bad. You just want to worship freely. You can't, but you can't do it even when you're alone. Let me tell you this. That all it takes is doing it. Just start. It may sound like the worst sound you've ever heard in your life. It may sound ridiculous. Hideous. But you know what? Once you bust that thing off that's closing you up. There's going to be a beautiful sound the Lord, the Lord hears. Praise you, Lord. We're free in you, Lord. Holy God. Oh, holy God. You are free in you. We're free in you. Oh, we're free in you, Lord. We're free in you. We're free, God, because you set us free. We're not free because we can sing good. We're free because you gave us freedom by the blood of Jesus. There's freedom in the room. His name is Jesus. There's freedom for you. His name is Jesus. Just lift up your hands and just grab. I say, I grab what you've got, Lord, for my freedom. And I pull it down into my now. I'm grabbing a hold of what's in the future. And I'm pulling it back into the now. Oh, we're free. We're free. We're free indeed. Oh, Jesus, we're free. Freedom, 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 freedom. There's no fear in freedom. There's no fear in freedom. Oh, no. There's no fear. You can release it. You can give it away. Just say, I give it all away. I give it all away. I take in the freedom. And I give all the fear away. That's how hard it is. I give all the fear away. And I take all the freedom. Because it's not my battle. It's the battle that's already been won. It's the freedom. It's the freedom that came by the blood. Oh, it's the freedom that came by the blood of Jesus. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, do you feel it in the room? Do you feel it? It's him. It's him as his presence. It's the mighty God, the Holy One of Israel. It's him. It's himself. It's him. He's in the room. He's doing what he wants to do. When we're free, oh, we're free. But guess what? When I'm, when I'm bound up and I'm restricted and I'm in fear, then I try to release my fear. I try to let my, I speak in fear. You got to 
you got to burst through the fear. The fear is going to try to creep in. It's going to be there. It's going to try and speak to you. It's going to have a, a, a whole conversation that it, it could let you run, him, run you ragged in. It wants to speak to you. It wants to lead you. It wants to hold you by the hand and never let you go. But you got to tell that fear where to go. You're not my friend, fear. I don't agree with you. You've got to go. I can feel you, and I don't like you. I don't like the way that you make me feel. I like Jesus. I like freedom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold his hand. I'm just going to hold the Lord's hand. I'm going to hold the Lord's hand. And I'm busting out of fear. I'm busting out of fear. Because I'm not afraid anymore. There's no more fear. There's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. So let's just love. Love. There's freedom in love. <laughs> Isn't it fun? There's just freedom. There's freedom in love. So how is the church going to get free from bondage? We're busting out. We're busting out. Come on, Lord, we're busting out. <laughs> He's bonding us out. Woo! He paid the fine. We've been bought with a price. It's time to break out. <laughs> let your style come. Just whatever style the Lord uses you in, just let it flow. It doesn't have to look like anything that anybody else has ever done it can just be your own style just come on in and give it a give it freedom it's freedom freedom there's fun and freedom freedom is joy freedom is joy you know what the kingdom of God is it's righteousness Peace and what? Joy! <laughs> it's joy. <laughs> this is a deep theological discussion. We're getting very deep right now. We're getting deep into the joy. Oh! We're going to get drunk today. <laughs> In the spirit. Not like you suppose, but we're going to get drunk today on the glory of the Lord because he's that good. There's freedom, freedom, freedom in the room. If you're feeling like you're in bondage, just bust out. Just bust out. Ha! It's okay to look crazy. Look at me. <laughs> it's okay to look kind of weird. Come on, if you're feeling bound up. Today's your day to break free from the chains. Today is the day to break free from the chains. No more bondage, no more chains. We're free. No more bondage, no more chains. We're free.
free indeed. Oh, you're worthy. You're worthy, worthy. Freedom is va very valuable. It's very, very valuable. Yeah. Freedom will take you places that you couldn't go when you were bound up because you would be afraid to go there. Your freedom is another person's freedom. Your victory is another person's victory. There's freedom. Freedom in this song. There is freedom. Freedom for the rest of your days. Not just all day long. There's freedom. So come on, if you're feeling bound up, just rise up and break free. Oh, break free. Do you feel the chains falling off? All the grave clothes, let's just take them off. Let's take them off. No more bondage. No more chains. It's freedom. Jesus. Jesus. Has anybody got anything very theological they want to bring up here? Because all I got is freedom. <laughs> I, uh, the first time, well, you mentioned it about just do it. The first time, well, I'll go, I'll go here first. <laughs> I watched a young man dance before the Lord years ago. And I'm standing there beside him. And I'm saying, God, I want to do that. I want to do that. God, take my feet. I want to do that. And it went on for about a month. Then one Sunday I come to church and I had on a pair of Nike socks. And I'm standing there. And I said, God, I want to do I want to do that. I want to be able to dance before you. And this is what I heard. You've got your Nike socks on. Just do it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just a little just a little jump. We do it. It's good. It's good. Just do it. Just do it. You know, the Bible says laughter is good medicine. <laughs> laughter is good medicine. Sometimes that's all you need. Just laughter. So whenever things get really heavy and bogged down. <laughs> oh, let's just laugh at that. Jesus. Freedom. All bondage. Break out. Break out of bondage. Freedom! Up with water. 
Holy Ghost is moving, turning things around. Now that this water's Holy Ghost wine. Come on, Asia. I'm a drinking. I'm a drinking. I'm a drinking. I'm a drinking. I'm drinking of that Holy Ghost wine. Where's Asia? I'm a drinking. I'm a drinking. I'm drinking of that Holy Ghost. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. I'm not a sipper. I'm not a sipper. I'm a chugger, a chugger girl. I'm drinking of this Holy Ghost wine. I'm not a sipper. I'm not a sipper. I'm a chugger, a chugger girl. I'm drinking of this Holy Ghost. to the bar the holy ghost is moving don't worry about the bill <laughs> there ain't no charge for holy ghost wine i'm a drinking i'm a drinking I'm not a sipper, I'm a chugger, a chugger Ha, ha, ha. 
sipper, I'm not a sipper, I'm a chugger, a chugger lugger. <laughs> got to do he's already done all the work he's already done all the work you know the Bible said it is for freedom that he has set us free they said that's the reason he did it to set us free because we were in bondage so it's for freedom that he set us free so shouldn't we get free if, it's, if that's the reason he did it, shouldn't we get free? So if we're, if we're bound up, if we're feeling restricted, then the goal is to what? Get free. So I think we should do whatever it takes to get free. Sometimes you just, you just drink in. You just drink it in. You just praise him. You just get into worship. You just, just sing. Just let go. The stuff tries to come back and get on you, and you just let it go again. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. We're not bound anymore. We're not, it says reckon yourself. Reckon is an accounting term. Just reckon it, gone. It's gone. He says there's no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So you got bound up in some stuff, and you started sinning. You just, God, I, Father, I ask that you'd forgive me. I don't want to live this way. God, I want to be free. Bam. That's it. It's done. It's over with. All, re all, the, all the old stuff's in the past. It's new. It's all new. Freedom. Freedom. Jesus. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think she's getting free. She's getting free. 
I think if anybody else needs to get free, then they come lay down somewhere right here by her. Come on. These are not drunk as you suppose. They're just very, very filled with the Holy Ghost. This is as spoken by the prophet Joel. This is as fell on the day, fell on the day of of Jerusalem People thought they were crazy but they were having so much fun Peter said these are not drunk as you suppose they're just very very filled with the Holy Ghost This is that spoken by the prophet Joel feel like I had a word for the church and I did um, but you know what God was speaking to me was a new standard he said just don't give up every day set a new standard God said set a new standard keep pressing on towards the high callings of Christ Jesus like apostle was saying earlier but set a new standard don't never give up don't ever give up trying to quit smoking don't ever give up trying to quit fornication, pornography, all this terrible stuff. Don't ever give up. God said you will overcome. If you would only believe, you will get free, like the prophet was saying. But that's what I felt was God said set a new standard. Each and every day you, you wake up in the presence of God. By his grace, set a new standard. Try to get better every day and strive towards the marks of the high callings in Christ Jesus. Do not listen to the devil because he's a liar and the father of it. He's under our feet in Jesus' name. And like, like I was saying, you know, God said set a new standard. Anything you want to be delivered of in your life, don't give up. I struggle with things in my own life, but I'm 100% victorious 100% of the time. Because I do not listen to the lies of the devil. And we're saved by grace through faith. Lest any man should boast. It's not anything we can do or what we can accomplish. 
the greatest thing we could ever accomplish is to have the Lord Jesus Christ in our heart and be sold out to him. Like the uh, prophet was saying earlier, that's the greatest accomplishment we could ever have. And that's what, you know, I felt like God was saying. Because I don't know the struggles in your life, but I know the struggles in my life. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up trying to put those struggles under my feet. Because Jesus said we have 100% victory 100% of the time. It's up to us to put the devil under our feet and tell him he's a liar and the father of it. And don't give up. The Bible says the righteous fall seven times, but they keep getting up. Don't give up, and you will become victorious. And another thing the devil's been saying, I know he's been saying it to me, don't worry about growing old. Because God said that he renews our youth every day. So we can be as healthy as a 25 or a 16-year-old when we're 70 years old. And that was the words that God was speaking to me. Don't worry about growing old. He renews our youth. And I just thank God for all y'all and love all y'all. But a new standard. Don't give up on the new standard. Press towards the high callings in Christ Jesus. Lay it down, the sin which so easily besets you. Lay it down in the name of Jesus. And I lay it down in the name of Jesus myself. And ask that y'all would, in this new year, press towards that mark and laying down the sin that so easily besets us. Talking about our neighbor, you know. It, it, it's not just fornication and adultery. It's, it's everything. Trying to reach towards the marks of the high callings of Christ Jesus. Because the Lord does expect us to live holy because he said without holiness no man will see God. So I don't ever give up. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Goes along with what I've been hearing the Lord say. He says, you know, it says when the enemy comes in, a lot of people say when the enemy comes in like a flood. I like to say when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord raises a standard against him. Because when the enemy came in and when Noah was around, what did he do? He raised up a flood against the enemy. And he's raising up a standard. What is the standard? It's holiness. Holiness. You know, but you, in order to be, walk in holiness, you have to be what? Holy. You have to be free. You have to be free. And the freedom is there. You've already got the freedom. It's already there. It's, he says it's you're free. You know, who the Son has set free is free indeed. It's just the, the, the understanding of it. You know what I mean? It's like these things. We feel this We feel this weight. We feel these thoughts. We feel this emotion. But then we, we, what we focus on is the emotion. We focus on the feeling. We focus on the trial. We focus on whatever the heavy thing is that we're going through. The, the thing that we wish we had. It's because the Lord, He's made a way. He's the way, the truth, and the life, right? So he's, there's a way for us to be that we don't have to be in these things. And it's the place of total surrender. Because if we don't want anything else but him, and he's our main focus every day, all day, it's not that we don't have to have a job, we don't have to do different things. 
is that, that when we do the certain things, we do them unto the Lord. We do everything unto the Lord. No matter what it is, we do it with the grace of God in our heart. And we turn that thing off. We just shut it down. And we walk in the freedom that's already there because we don't have to, what it, the heavy thing that it's trying to say, you don't have to, you don't have to live by it. You just let it go. And sometimes, for me, I have to scream. I've talked about this last time. I have to just, I have to get louder than the voices trying to speak against me. Some people are quiet. Some people are loud. I'm loud. I mean, I, I, I have to get loud because the enemy's loud in my head sometimes. And sometimes I just like to get loud because I feel God different when I do that. I just like, I like to be free. I'm, I was bound up. I've been bound up a lot of my life. I was really bound up. I hated myself. Even as a young kid, I hated myself. Couldn't stand myself. Now I'm free. Now I like me. Because now the me that I like is the one surrendered to Jesus. I love, love, love holiness. I want, it to, I want complete purity in my life. I don't want to have anything that I'm doing that's bondage, that's keeping me held back. Nothing. I don't want to have any foothold for the enemy. I don't, want it, I don't want him to have one thought in my head. It's, it's, you know, it says, the Bible says, set your mind on things above and not on things beneath. Set them on heavenly things, not on things of the earth. It says, whatever things are good, whatever things are true, whatever things are lovely, think on these things. That means don't think on the other things. You don't have to. The Bible gives you permission not to have to think on those things. You know, you, got, you may have some heavy stuff going on. You may have, may have lost a family member. You may have whatever. You may have all these things that happen. Like you may have lost your job. You may have wrecked your car. You may have, you know, all these things that are their life that happen, things that happen in life. You know what I mean? But you can, you can meditate on, you can meditate on the negative part of that. Or you can look at the person that, 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 that you lost and you can think all of the good things, all the good memories that you had with them and, and how they inspired your life. Or maybe you don't have any good memories with them. You know? But you can think of, you can change your mind. You can change your mind. Because it's what we meditate on. What we meditate on will bring us into depression. It will bring us into fear. It will bring us into discouragement. And Brother Allen, you know, he knows, he's, he's, I felt it when I was sitting up here. That he's commissioned to be a prophet of this house. And he feels, he feels like a prophet, like a prophet of this house will feel what needs to happen. As the apostle, is, is, she, she agrees and she senses the truth of what's being said through her people. And that's where, that's the authority of the church. You know, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher, and the pastor. The prophet, the apostle has a vision and that wants to see this vision come to pass and she sees the people that it takes to put the vision together. But your prophet, when your prophet speaks, listen. Listen to what the prophet's saying. You may, it may just be one word that they say that you can, that you can lean on. The standard against the enemy. The standard against the enemy, but that's, that word is for your church. That word is for your people because God is wanting to do something. And in order for him to do it, you have to be free. Because if you're not free, you're, when you walk by that person that God was going to touch at Walmart, 
You're going to be meditating on the thing that you're worried about. And you're not going to be thinking about the person that God wants to touch. And if you're not free, then you can't set someone else free. But you, you know what? You can, you can be walking through Walmart, have this heavy stuff on you. And you can see a person, you can go up to them, and you can start ministering and break yourself free. Because you take your mind off of that thing. You take your mind off that. You know, it says the carnal mind is just as like it's a demonic spirit. It's an enemy against God. When Peter said, no, you will not die. He told he's rebuking the Lord. No, you won't die. No, he's rebuking Jesus. He said, get behind me, Satan. Because he's, and he was trying, he wanted to help. He was, in his heart, he was like, oh, I want to help him not want to not have to think he's going to die tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like he's, it's a, a carnal way of thinking. We have to put off the mind, the carnal mind, all the thoughts of the mind and pick up the mind of God. The mind of the spirit. The mind of the spirit may lead you into places where it's not so, it doesn't seem so smart on the, on the outside with other people. They're, they're going to think you've lost your mind. Why would you do that to yourself? Paul, I was, I was reminded of this verse of when Paul said, he said that the Holy Spirit tells me that in every place that I go, imprisonments and beatings await me. He said, but not only am I willing to go to prison or be beaten, but I'm willing to also die for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We got to pick up the mind of God. If we pick up the mind of God, then he goes into it with joy. He was beaten all of these many times. He said he was beaten, his shipwrecked and all these things that seemed like, man, is even God even with me? That's what a lot of people you would think, man, is, I don't even know if God is with me. I'm supposed to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do everything right, but I just keep getting shipwrecked. I keep getting beaten. If we're not in fellowship, if we're not in fellowship and listening and be a friend of God so that we listen and see what he's saying, then we'll think that the trials that we're going through are because we did something wrong and we need to pay for it and all of the things and we'll get caught up in all of this stuff. And we've got to realize that the blood of Jesus has set us free from all sin. It set us free from all of that, all of the, 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 um, the payment, the penalty, the penalty for sin. But you have to receive it. You can't, if you don't receive it, then you don't, get to, you don't get to have the benefits of it. Because you will take the penalty and you'll live it out. Oh, well, I, sh I did this thing last month, and now my car broke down. I deserve this. And I deserve all of these things that are going to happen because of this thing. And, you'll, and you'll, get, you'll put so much weight on your sin that you can't, be, you'll never, you can't get free because you're so worried about your sin when Jesus paid for that. And when you start looking at him and you've got your eyes on him, the sin goes away. When I'm looking at Jesus and I'm focused on him and his plan and his purpose and his will and what he wants to do, I'm not walking in sin. I'm walking in the, in the will of God. I'm walking in the purpose of the kingdom because my focus is on the king.
And so we focus so much. We've we got to turn our focus off of our sin. We've got to. Because if you focus on your sin, you're going to see yourself doing it again and again and again. Why do I keep doing the thing that I don't want to do? Romans 7. Who will set me free from this body of death? I thank the Lord for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is no condemnation to those who walk in the Spirit and not according to the flesh. Because in the Spirit, you set your mind on things above and not on things beneath. Lord, help us. Help us to get our eyes off of us. You paid for all of that. How much, how valuable is the blood of Jesus? How valuable is the blood of Jesus to God? It's pretty valuable. It's very, very, very valuable. There's no other thing that's more valuable to him than the blood of Jesus. And that's what he paid for you. That's what the Lord paid for you. Because he wanted you to be free. Jesus, Jesus. There may be just a handful of people that need to hear this today. But it's those handful of people that the Lord wants to speak to right now. He wants to speak to everybody, but... But sometimes there's, there's a need. Somebody needs to hear this. God's not up there sitting there focused on your sin. He's not looking at you like, how dare you? Did that thing again. Does he want you to repent? Yes. But he's not sitting there with a bullwhip waiting for you to sin so that he can whip you. His, his freedom has already been paid for. When he sees you sin, he looks over at Jesus. And he sees your sorrow. He sees your focus on the thing. He's like, stop focusing on the thing. Look, I'm looking at Jesus. Why don't you look at him? If we would both look at Jesus, we would get over this old stuff. Can't we just both fix our eyes on Jesus? Because I'm looking through him at you. There's freedom for you today. The word, the Lord, if you remember a word from this service, let it be freedom. Let it ring in your heart over and over and over. I pray that and when you're sleeping, in your sleep, the Lord is saying freedom, 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 freedom. I pray that you wake up in the morning, you've got a song in your heart. Freedom, freedom. Oh, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, because I'm free indeed. Freedom, freedom, freedom. I'm so free, because the blood of Jesus has set me free. When God sees me, he sees Jesus, and Jesus paid for me to be free. And I'm not afraid. Of the sin anymore. Because I'm turning my eyes to Jesus. What is that song? 
Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Let's just sing that again. Eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I feel like our sister's over here releasing medicine. She's just releasing medicine. I feel it. I do. I feel it. It's a, it's a holy laughter. There's freedom. He so loves us. He so loves us. When we see and we look at Jesus, we see the love of God when you look at Jesus. You see the love that he had toward us. Because it says, for God so loved the world... You know, our room number was was uh, 316 at the hotel. For God so loved the world, I really felt this morning, I looked at that and I thought, well, you want me to preach something on that, Lord, this morning? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. Because that's the, the love of God. The love of God was that he gave us his greatest possession to come and die for you for his greatest possession. Because he loves you that much. You think he's focused on your sin. He's focused on your freedom. And if you'll focus on your freedom, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. There's a cleansing flow, right? There's a cleansing flow that flows from the throne of God. It's a cleansing flow, a flow of His blood. It's the, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. I think the word salvation has been kind of overlooked because we think it's some thing that's for later on when we die salvation is to be free from sin that's what salvation means salvation what what day is the day of salvation is it Tuesday it's today right today is the day of salvation today is the day of salvation freedom remember that word when you're sleeping remember that word when you wake up remember that word when you eat breakfast remember that word when you get a drink between lunch and breakfast remember just remember 
Because just remember, it's for freedom that he set us free. That's why he set us free. He wanted to set us free. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, we were, we, the enemy came in and put us in bondage, and he came and set us free. I mean, if you bought your kids something very wonderful, would, not, would you not want them to enjoy what you bought them? Right? Well, you love your kids, and you, and you got this amazing, the most greatest gift that's possible. There's no other gift that's, that's greater. There is no other gift that's greater. There is not. And he's like, come, come on, come on, look what I got you. Come on, come on, look, it's, it's all ready. It's all ready. All you got to do is eat of it. You can have it all. You get to eat the wedding supper. It's the wedding. You come and marry him and you're free. You just marry all of his ways. Marry everything about him. Just become one with him and you're good. Come on, come on in. Look at this. Come. Come and eat. Come and joy. Come. It's not hard. All you have to do is eat and drink. Eat and drink. We eat of his flesh and we drink of his blood. We eat of his flesh and we drink of his blood. He came. And he tore the veil whenever, whenever that, last, that, that last blood dropped when he died. The veil tore all the way down. All the way down. And he made it possible for us to understand the word. For us to be able to, to taste of the word of God that would break us into freedom. And the blood, the blood... The blood made, us, uh, made it where we were worthy to walk in because it was the blood of Jesus. It wasn't some blemished goat. It was the blood of Jesus. So we can come into that holy of holies. We step in and now we can see God. We can hear him. We can eat with him. Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.